genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 54, which is quite possibly the greatest cold-blooded minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And this is Doug from Good Times Great Movie. And we're going to round out this week with Doug by almost getting out of the elevator. <laughs> but not quite. <laughs> no, not quite. This minute, uh, Minute 54, starts with Renee apologizing and ends with the elevator door opening. Almost giving you that sweet, sweet relief, but not quite. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, this minute does include the cut scene that I talked about. But before that, I think we get some more. Hold on. Shut up. I left my thing running and Shannon already screaming in my ear. <laughs> I'm like, hey, let me look at the minute. And I forgot that it was still running. So I turned on. It's like, da, 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 da. I'm like whoa, poor Jason Lee. <laughs> yeah. So we end with her apologizing after slamming his head on the, the floor of the elevator. Yeah. Now, yes. I'm not saying I wouldn't lay on this floor to have sex with Shannon Doherty. But it would not be where I really want it to be. No, I mean, the floor of an elevator, I, I can think of many worse floors, but it's not great. I mean, yeah. any, any public floor is not great. <laughs> now, you wouldn't fair, do it at, like, the Gallery Mall in Philadelphia. You wouldn't do it there. No. No, well, no, yeah, <laughs> no. I don't know. It depends. Is is your girlfriend who broke up with you offering to have public sex with you? Is Shannon Doherty offering right. to have the sex with you? Because <laughs> exactly. You might be like, I'm going to take the chance. I'll take three showers later. <laughs> right. Yes. And also she is on the bottom, right? I mean, I mean, they might move around. I get it. But still, yeah, you're the him, guy. it's well, not he, the worst, I guess. Yeah. he. I mean, he's got his shirt on still. So at least you're not getting it there. You got to figure yes. it's a very – unless they're having some sort of weird, really creepy sex, you got to assume his pants are at least down. And hopefully he's not going through the fly. Sure. That's uh, <laughs> super weird. <laughs> If that's happening. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Am I doing sex wrong, too? <laughs> You're doing everything wrong. I am learning a lot from just being on this podcast. Doesn't, doesn't Guys, I'm taking notes. <laughs> doesn't everybody just have a sheet with a hole cut out of it? Right. <laughs> Did they just leave on when they get up to go get a cup of milk or something? Yeah. Just drag it behind them? Yep. <laughs> what, you tie it around yourself. What, are you crazy? <laughs> you get toga. caught on something. Right. Toga, toga. All right, so the cut scene is when it cuts back outside to everybody waiting. In the theatrical version, it only does it twice. This is now the third time it's cut outside. And Ben Affleck looks at Jeremy London and says, don't I know you're from somewhere? Okay, we know why this was cut, because this uh, is not It's cut needed. because it's, um, it doesn't make sense anymore because the beginning's right. been cut. I don't know if you know this, Doug, but there was an original 15-minute opening where there was a almost assassination of the governor and, uh, and some other people. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Is yes. that... Because I have the DVD. Is that on there? I, or is it on there as a cut scene? Is it on there as, as a cut special scene. feature? It's, it's on there as a cut scene. You yeah. can watch it. It's okay. like, it's, I would say it's between 10 right. and 12 minutes. It's the original okay. opening is, you'll hear them reference. You ever hear, in this movie, they reference the governor's ball at one point. Oh. In this, in the original opening, you see the governor's ball. It's the governor of New Jersey, who is a drunken woman, and Michael Rooker's there trying to get money off of her for his okay. TV show. So he's whining and dying in her. That's like the first couple minutes. And then you see T.S. talking to Claire Forlani while she's up sure. on the roof. She's stargazing, as one does. You know, and then they talk back and forth a little bit. But he's dressed as a Revolutionary War soldier because they're going to do like a play. Okay. And then he's got he gets an argument. He gets the gun tangled in her hair. And while they're wrestling around, the governor's security sees them up there hmm. and starts shooting at them. 
Right. And, and the, the gun goes off, doesn't the oh, muscle yeah, go his, off? His gun, for some reason, goes off. The governor's yeah. security shoots at him. They tackle the governor. <laughs> and she gets taken out on a stretcher. And um, decides not to give Rooker his money. It's 100% as bad as it seems. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. also, a lot of things, now, the problem is, so you lose like that 10 or 12 minutes, and then you also have to cut a bunch of the movie where jokes keep sure. referencing it. Like this right. joke that he he does this bit a few times where uh, Ben Affleck's like, hey, I recognize you. And he's like, aren't you the one who kidnapped the president's daughter and threw her off a roof? Right. Okay, well, what he did was, done that. It, was his, it was his girlfriend, it was a governor, and nobody got thrown off a roof. So right. Wow, okay. Because but, yeah, when I saw that, I went, "What is I don't what, the, what is yeah. ta- what?" <laughs> and then when you sent this to me, I was like, "Was this? Did I even see that?" I was very confused. We figured the line made no sense. <laughs> and okay, now I mean, I'm not saying it makes total sense because well, it he, sounds terrible. But <laughs> yeah, all right, okay, I get it now. The Man. problem is the painfully unfunny line of a musket got tangled in my girlfriend's hair. He says no less than at least like this is like at least the third time he said it, Chris. Yeah, yeah. He says it to him. He's already said it to James really? and Bob. He the said funny it earlier. It's like every time when somebody, somebody goes, stops him. Yeah, because somebody said, uh, "Hey, oh, because Jay says to him, he's like, didn't you try to kill the governor?'" Right. And he's like, and "I got my musket every... tangled my girlfriend's hair." <laughs> the story's different every time, and he just keeps saying, "I got the musket okay. tangled my girlfriend's oh, hair." It's it's and That's it's painfully thing. unfunny every time. Yeah. This is one of those times where like I. I think it was a studio note about the beginning. It's one of the few times where, like, the studio was, like, 100% right. Yeah. Yeah, this is a weird movie. Like, this is a very strange movie. Like, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it ad nauseum, how this was panned when it came out and audiences didn't like it. And it's it's undergone a reappraisal where people like it now well, I, I think still don't like it i think it's when terrible it got, when people liked it was when it came out on vhs yes yes and I think that's the right why yeah sorry it, it is a very easy movie because not the version we watch the version we watch is two hours long but right. the, the actual cuts like 90 some odd minutes sure and that 15 minute opening we just went through they cut down to him showing up at her house going, hey, mm-hmm. let's go. And she says, no, I can't. Julie Dwyer died. I got to be in the thing. So they cut it from like 12 to 14 minutes down to two. Sure. And like they're at the mall. Boom. And they're there. And like the personalities carry you through this movie. And this is a very easy movie to like, I feel like on a Sunday, you're just sitting around. You're like, no, oh, no, no. Yeah. You, oh, I can watch Mall Rats. Now, if I looked at my entire collection of Stephen, Stephen King, now I'm on that still, Kevin Smith. <laughs> And I'm like, which movie do I want to watch? It's probably not going to be Mallrats. But if Mallrats is on, oh, I'm yeah. probably going to watch it. I've probably seen the last okay. half hour of Mallrats ten times more than I've seen the rest of the movie. Just because I'll be going past and it's on. And, then, and you yeah, know why? Leave it on. Do you know why you like the ending so much? Because it is just Jason Lee being Jason Lee. Yeah. yeah he sure. is like he sure. is on fire by that time in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's just burying people left and right at the end of just like attacking them verbally. Yeah. Which is what you want to yeah. see. Which is why a lot of the problems with the original opening in this is Jason Lee is obviously the most interesting character, and you want to see him interacting with people. You want to see him interacting with Shannon Doherty and with whatever, but sure. like Jeremy London is not carrying anything. So whenever he's trying to carry a scene by himself, you're like, I, I don't care. Like, just please get back to Jason Lee. What is this? So even it's, his little it's weird. Like, I don't understand if if Jeremy London is just supposed to be. The character that, you know, that who we are as the viewer, like we're, we're just along for this ride, but 
even if that's the case, he's still so uninteresting and unappealing. <laughs> and I know I talked about it two minutes ago, but I can't get past it. Upon rewatch, anytime he was on screen, after a while, I was getting angry that he was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is, if you're going to compare it to Clerks, which is it is a, a kind of a one-to-one comparison, sure. you're going to do yeah. Dante and Randall. The difference is, Randall is obviously Jason Lee. He's, he's got all the good lines. He's got this natural. Sure. But I would argue, Dante carries his part of that movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Dante's good in that movie. Dante's on screen by himself a lot. But yeah. he's interesting. He has something going yeah. on. Like, I can watch him. Whereas, like, if I had as much... If you switch the movies out, put Jeremy London in the Dante role in Clerks, and I don't know if you can stomach that or not. It's terrible. That would be upsetting to watch. <laughs> and I don't think Kevin Smith would have had much of a career. Yeah, because for as much as everybody's like, oh, in Clerks, there's not professional actors or whatever. Well, first of all, you know, he they were. I mean, Brian O'Halloran was an actor and acted afterwards. He may not have, you know, climbed to the heights sure. of stardom, but he was a professional actor, at least. And unlike what I think Jeremy London done, like, he actually gave a shit about it. So, it, and it comes yeah. through in his performance. Yeah, like, Halloran, Halloran was interesting because he, he at least interacted with other people and, and he emoted. Like, that's yeah. the problem <laughs> with Jeremy London is there is no emote. It is this bizarre blank canvas just spewing dialogue as though he is very bored, very tired, or again, probably super stoned. But, but even that, I don't look at that as an excuse for this performance. Yeah, and I think that's why you, when you move on to, like, Chasing Amy and some of his, the couple films he makes after that, like he's right. Chasing Amy, he cuts away some of the, the dead weight. Sure. Of, yeah. like, okay, now you sub in Affleck to the main role, and say what you will about him, and the guy's had a career for a reason, because he can he can lead a movie, which yep. he does. Yep. And then Jason Lee's his friend. You have Joey Lauren Adams, who can carry the other side of the movie. Sure. And it's basically a three-person thing. Oh, and with, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Hooper, whose name I cannot remember. Yeah, I can't think of him. But, I mean, he's, like... He's great. (laughs) He's, like, a secondary role, but he's got, like... He gets all his zingers in there. Yes. And by then, Kevin had looked like he'd figured out, like, okay, well, this is how you do it. And then when he hit Dogma, he could actually get names in his movie. So it's one of those, like... Yeah, it's a lot easier to, like... All right, well, I'm going to send Chris Rock out there and let him do his thing. Yeah, it just seems strange to me. Like, it seems... and. Perhaps you guys have done the research. Perhaps you guys looked into this, but I'm just wondering what it was about Jeremy London where he said, this is my guy. I, I know that he had been in films. I know that perhaps his star was on the rise, but I can't imagine he didn't have other choices that would have been a thousand times better because he was getting actors at this point. I mean, you you look at everybody surrounding him and it's not like... Ben Affleck was a no name at this point. He wasn't he wasn't there yet, but he had had roles. He got, you know, Shannon Doherty from TV. Um Jason Lee was well, he knew, you know, Jason Lee was was good and and it just seems bizarre that this was the guy that he said, "Okay, this is the central figure. He's my star." Well, I I'm, I'm trying to look at it cuz I I'm thinking the same thing as you. Maybe he was he's had some up and coming thing. He was in the TV show I'll Fly Away. <laughs> I don't even know. And then maybe <laughs> Uh, in 93, he was in a TV series, TV series, TV movie, TV movie. 1995, he was in the movie The Babysitter, Mallrat, Breaking Free, all in the same thing. So he was... Wow. While not a so no-name... So there was really nothing. I mean, so not t- nothing, but he was he was working. Well, now but- think about that. He So his two main characters, 
Shannon Doherty is a known quantity, so she's your star. Yeah. She's your name. Sure. Your two main stars are this guy who's been in a handful of TV movies and a TV show as I don't know how big of he was probably a kid in it. Yeah. And then the other one is Jason Lee, who before this movie was a professional skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'll say that he well, he may have, Wait, you know, hit a foul tip is with this Jeremy. Like his first role? Yes. I don't think Jason Lee was in really? before this, yeah. Oh man, okay. I had no idea. I I just I I guess he. I just imagine he'd always been. In no, things. no, he was. I mean, he's he is flat out discovered by Kevin Smith. Wow. Okay. All right. That's I, he was great. Some, then I'm going to go back and look. He. I mean, he may have been. Yeah. Like, uh, he was a teenage drug customer in 1993 in Vida Loca, which is probably like a, an extra role, basically. Right. Right. He was in a short in '93, and then he's in Mallrats in '95. Wow. Okay. All right, then I was I was wrong then. That's pretty impressive. So I'm guessing that's how it happened because while he had a big budget for him, I think it was like, hey, listen, we're giving you Shannon Doherty. Uh, you know, we're giving you other veteran actors like you know, like Michael Rooker. While he was not pulling a huge salary at this point, was a professional actor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, okay, you're two leads. You know, find somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I like just you- I just wish I knew who else. Audition for that role. I, I would now, I've never. See. It's funny you bring it up because I've never heard him talk about the Jeremy London audition. He's talked about the Jason Lee one. Uh-huh. He's talked about some of the other ones, like uh, some of the other people he's done. I've heard him talk about the interview process and all this mm-hmm. because he had somebody mm-hmm. accuse him one time of like laughing at them or something during their their like right after they walked out of the room. It was a female. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head now. And he's just like, yeah, that's not what people do. He's like, that's not how casting works. Right. He's like, obviously, you don't laugh at somebody when they walk out of the room because, you know, you know they're there. And, like, the next person right, they just in, left. You, you wait. Like, yeah. You wait a little bit. Yeah, and he's like, it's unlikely you would laugh at anybody anyway. He's like, right. at worst, he's like, even if somebody's terrible, and they walk out of the room, you might be like, ooh. Yeah. Like, he's like, but you don't, he's like, I don't think I've ever laughed, ever, at somebody, unless he's like, unless they're funny, <laughs> like, while they're in yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so. I didn't mean to sidetrack us with. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're so, we're so I, I, it's so unusual I, I, for us to sidetrack on something. <laughs> Here's a sidetrack from ten minutes ago. Hooper's name. Who, Hooper was played by Dwight Uwell. Uwell. Yule? Is that Dwight Yule? Yule? Is that what we were trying to? Yule? Is it Yule? Yeah, I think it's Yule. E W E L L. That's that's not Yule. Yule is Y U L E, like a log. More importantly, who wants to pretend like they've never done the little Jason Lee dance right here? That it looks like. It looks like uh, Jason Muse's dance when he dances. It does kind of look like a Jay yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you That's know what's funny? what I thought, too. He kind of matches with her. She's trying to wiggle into her underwear when she's Yeah, he's like trying, looks like he's trying to bump his hip up against her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is hilarious because, like, they, again, they just had sex. Yeah. He's I, dancing now, I realize that it's during an elevator ride, so it can't be particularly fulfilling. <laughs> but, like, she acts like they just traded uh, insurance information after yes. an accident. Oh yeah, he is because, extremely proud of himself. Yeah, like yeah. both of their reactions are wildly in opposite directions. <laughs> like it is so bizarre how just excited he is, and he's like, you know what? This sealed the deal for me. We yeah. had sex in an elevator. All that stuff she said, I'm sure it's forgotten. Yeah, he's, still, I'm he's sure we're like, like passion. Right back together. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> he's saying like passion, yeah, and stuff like that. He's yeah. dancing around. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then of course here we go. Where, like I said I, earlier in the week, he was totally outmanned and outgunned in this fight. Yeah, and this is where it's all going to come home and crash on his face <laughs> because she says it was too little, too late. 
And he looks right down at his cross and goes, too little? You said it was a good size. Yeah, but she didn't even mean that. He did that on his own, right? Yeah, of course he did that. Well, she says yeah. the effort, you yeah. retard, which is not the first time she used that word either. Right. Yeah. This is at least the second or third time she's called yeah. him a retard. Yeah. Yeah, and then she does, like, just when somebody needs to twist a knife, she goes, you know, the effort was too little too late. She goes, now that you mention it, you know you're about to get hammered then. <laughs> and then, just as all men fear, she walks up and says, she says it's a good size, that means it's small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is... <laughs> It is pretty great because even at the end, like even after all this stuff she's laid out and, and just said what a weird creep narcissist he is. Of course, then when she says too little, he's thinking about his own dick. Like, he is so perfect. Like, <laughs> yeah. Of course he is. He doesn't get it. He's yeah. thinking about himself again. <laughs> and then she just walks away and he gives the Jason Lee. Hey! Yeah. Uh, so some interesting things happen here. So right at the end, the elevator door opens. Uh, back on the same floor they left. Yeah. And the people which are is gone. odd for an elevator. And the people are gone, and it's just uh, Ben Affleck <laughs> and Jason Lee standing out there. Yeah. Or not Jason Finally, Lee, Affleck, after, yeah. I don't know, five minutes? Ten <laughs> minutes? I don't even think it's that yeah. long. But finally, these people have realized, oh, there are other ways to... Get to different floors in right. this mall. Let's <laughs> let's just go to the escalator. Let's go to the stairs. <laughs> and they're standing there with their backs to the door, like they weren't even <laughs> expecting it to come down anymore. Right. <laughs> and you, you hear it loud as hell. You hear bing. You hear. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been up an elevator. You hear the damn thing go off. Yeah, you know what the bell is. <laughs> Especially if you've been waiting for it for as long as they have, they just don't hear it. <laughs> But again, well, again, as we said several minutes ago, I mean, this is Minnesota. They were behind the times. We're not sure if they had that auditory, you know, sort of <laughs> alert for elevators at this point. Those doors open to a room. That is no elevator I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Look at the size of that elevator. You could put a bed in that. In that. It could have put a bed in there and had sex in a bed instead of on the floor. <laughs> it, it really, like, it is <laughs> as though they just borrowed a freight elevator or something like that. It, and said, well, looks, we'll just use this. We'll repaint it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It looks to me like they just built Built elevator doors outside of a room in a hotel. Oh, yeah, no, no, there's no doubt. These are like the old Star Trek doors on the yeah. old show that you know guys are just off screen <laughs> pulling, pulling these doors open. Somebody, which is fun if you ever if you look up on YouTube, look up uh, Star Trek doors. Yeah, and uh, you'll see all the times that the grips don't pull them open in time. Oh, the guys yeah. just crash into them, and they're all weird and herky jerky half yeah. the time too. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. That technology was actually used after that though. Yeah, yeah, because the door opened halfway, and then you see when they hit it, like the whole set moves. Yeah, You're like oh, I can lie too. <laughs> it's amazing we fall for any of this crap. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, the reason why I said she was cold blooded is she does what normally only guys would do in this minute of like she has sex with somebody, and in the minute over, she's like, "Yeah, it was terrible. You're terrible. Later." Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're done. She's like, still gonna whoa. go. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And by the way, I'm still going to go hang out with this guy for the rest of the day after yeah. I literally just had sex with you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think uh, that may be all I have for this minute because it's an odd minute. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. We've we've spent the ent- we've spent my entire time here in an elevator. So <laughs> yeah, you picked a great week. You, you came right. in. You had like your own. You had like your own mini movie. 
Yeah. Of just like Jason Lee and Shannon Doherty on an elevator. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, to be honest, it was when I looked at the minutes you gave me, I went, Oh, this, this opens at the start. They're in an elevator. Oh my God. At the very end, the door's open. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I was like, Oh, I have plenty to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> A lot going on in this elevator. Yeah. Which is great because there's really no other, like, besides them getting on and getting off right now, like, I don't think we ever revisit this elevator again. So this is it. We're in it for three minutes. <laughs> Which, yeah, he's, you know, she came in to this day hanging out with him being unsatisfied, and she's now leaving the elevator the exact same way. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because there's no minutes. way anything that happened in an elevator pleased her in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing as she walks out with uh, Ben Affleck, she's just like, what am I doing? Yeah. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> No, I think she's fine with it. <laughs> I don't think she'd be second guessing this. No, I she think, seems like all right. Uh, that just happened, and uh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, well, she's like that just happened, and I got to get up and bury him a few more times. So, right, yes. yeah, twist the knife a lot. <laughs> so, in a strange way, I think we could say she was satisfied in this yeah. elevator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's definitely satisfied by the time she walks out with that look on her face. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least mental. I'm just like, it's you can hear her being like, game, set, match. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second it, it looked like Jason Lee almost was getting an upper hand there for a second, and he was not. No. All right. Uh, Doug, do you have anything else for this minute or for this week or for Mall Rats in general? I really don't. I, I appreciate you guys inviting me back. I look forward to chasing Amy. Whatever. You know, we talked about deep dicking. Uh, if you want to, you know, I back in the day, I used to be a huge Boston's fan. When they're throwing darts in the bar, the Boston's are playing. You could give me any section of that movie, and I would be all about it. I still love it, despite the problems. <laughs> yeah, but I get like we said, it has it has those. Hey, it's been twenty five years. Problems. Oh, not yeah, the, certainly. At least it doesn't have the. It was tone deaf in its own time. Problems like. Other stuff you watch where you're like, oh, I realize this is an old movie, but even back then, this was not okay. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have been right, doing that. Right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like just don't, one. you know what? If you don't, don't bring me back for the kissing in the rain scene. If, if you could not give me those minutes, I'd appreciate it. I hate that. <laughs> but everything else in the movie, bring me in for. Oh, so you want the fisting I'm not, scene? I'm not a, you want? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, do the fisting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be on board with that. Sure. Oh, oh, he, oh my god. <laughs> All right, Chris, now no, we've, thank uh, you guys. I, I do appreciate it. Thank you. All right, now that we mentioned fisting, why don't we uh, tell us about, about where your podcast is? <laughs> oh, uh, my podcast is a uh, it's an 80s movie podcast. We only cover movies from the 80s, and we always try and do things that are sort of in line with what's going on at the time. So we are in October. It's all horror movies. It's all Stephen King this month. Go over Good Times, Great Movies. Check it out. Might like it. Who knows? <laughs> well, the important thing is I like it, and I listen to oh, it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, maybe our, maybe uh, people listen to our podcast will like it, but I like it, and that's what matters. That's I'm, all I'm, that matters. That's, really. that's I'm, I'm, enjoying, about, I'm enjoying my Stephen King month. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris. Why don't you tell people where they can find us? I'm afraid he's all laughed at me the last minute. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was great. Do it again. Do it again. And verbs and the verbs and the verbs. <laughs> uh, you can find us over at Doing Genre. We're on there with a host of other podcasts like Rocky Minute and uh, Spider-Man Minute, Back to the Future Minute. I'm not going to name them all. There's a thousand of them on there, I swear. Um, they have original pro- programming like Immunities, which I love and uh, can't wait for that third season to come out. And I don't know. That's it. Anything else, Jeff? 
Oh, it was uh, it was too little, too late, Chris. Uh-huh.